Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And I want to welcome you to today's edition of Calvary Live. I'll be your host for this hour, Jeff Figs of Calvary Greeley in Northern Colorado. So blessed to be with you on this beautiful day here in Colorado and Hope you can join us and call in and ask a question or give a prayer request. And that's what the show is all about, this program, where you, the listener, get to call in and you get to ask questions about the Bible or Christian living or share those things that are on your heart. Uh, Maybe your Bible study that you've been doing or devotions. Uh, Maybe you heard a Bible study has brought up some questions. Or perhaps maybe that you just want to pray for somebody or Uh, Maybe you uh, want some clarity and understanding concerning passages in the Scripture. We want to help you and minister to you any way that we can. So you just heard that call-in number to call in and to ask a question or be able to give a prayer request, and that's 303-690-3000. Grab one of those open lines right away. It's it's best to grab an open line early. That way you're not waiting Uh, Sometimes during the show, the lines fill up, and that's what we love to see. And as soon as the phone lines um, begin to ring and and callers are calling in, I'll go to the callers, uh, but give me a call, 303-690-3000. And there is a text line, a second way for you to be able to ask a question or to give a prayer request, and that's a dedicated text line. And that number is 720-336. 0897. Be safe when you text. I pray you're doing well today, and uh, I hope that you have opportunity and time to be able to call us, because this really is your show, The Listener. We want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners along the front range of Colorado, from Pueblo and Colorado Springs. Love to hear from you guys in Colorado Springs and in Fountain area. I was grew up in that area, uh, began my ministry down in that area. Love to hear from you guys. Got so many wonderful memories down there, brothers and sisters in the Lord that we know and sure appreciate you guys down there. So give us a call. Give me a call, 303-690-3000, a powerful signal up here in northern Colorado goes clear out to Brush and uh, Fort Morgan. Um, it it uh, goes clear out to Marino and uh, up into Panhandle, Nebraska, southern Wyoming, We've been praying for you guys in Wyoming as the Mullen fire continues to burn. It's been awfully smoky, and uh, we pray that the cooler weather uh, is going to perhaps help slow that fire down. 170,000 acres in an area where I love to go up and fish and spend time up in the snowies. It's gone into Colorado, and of course the Cameron Peak fire continues to run in northern Colorado, so we want to keep that all in prayer, and as time allows, we'll do that on the show. And just thinking about you guys up in the Red Feathers areas, I know that you can hear this broadcast. I'd love to hear from you guys and uh, see how you're doing, but we are praying for you. Also, I noticed that um, as we have people listening online as well, 
that some are listening from uh, Louisiana down along the coast. And you have been hammered so hard with hurricanes this year. Uh, You've had a couple of them. You just had the latest one come through. We want to pray for you as well, and we're thinking about you. So we want to welcome all the online listeners all throughout the country, uh, from the four corners of the country, from uh, the New England states to down south and Alabama and and Louisiana to the Midwest and Kansas and Nebraska. And uh, I'm so grateful to be a part of your lives and here in the West as well, Arizona and Wyoming and Colorado and and the West Coast. We welcome you to Calvary Live. Our online listening audience is increasing. So you can call anywhere in the country and you can uh, give us a call and uh, at 303-690-3000. And let's talk about the things of the Lord. I want to give a quick shout out to those listening on Hope and Truth FM. And um, you too can call us. And as you're listening on the radio, uh, it is a week delayed, but you can call in. We'll have the conversation, and then it will air on your radio station next week, and you get to listen to it. So phone lines are beginning to ring. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to Loveland, where Dan is on line one. Hi, Dan. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So I, I called you today because I'd like to get your take on what the Bible says about contraception in general. Well, I know that the Bible talks about that the Lord, we, we see pictures of the Lord opening up the womb uh, of a, a woman, and uh, he's the one. I, I can't help but think about what um, we read about in Psalm 139, where uh, the Lord talks about how you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He's the creator, um, and uh, that's what we have. We do know that it's a blessing to have children. Uh, we do believe in a sanctity of life, um, uh, that that child is, is um, even as we read in Psalm 139, your frame's not hidden from me when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. I saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they were all written in today's fashion for me. So we have those verses that are given to us in the Scripture. We have, for example, uh, stories of Hannah. Hannah, who was weeping and mourning because she she was barren. She didn't have any children. And then the Lord opened up her womb. Uh, we also see that with Elizabeth. It's interesting, when the angel came to Zacharias in the temple when he was burning incense, uh, that it was the angel that said, Zacharias, your prayers have been heard, you and Elizabeth. And of course, Elizabeth at that time was way past the age of childbearing. And we know that, um, that uh, you know, I, I think about that, uh, Dan, and I think, uh, you know, our prayers have been heard. We haven't prayed that for a long time, perhaps. Um, but the Lord is one that, as we see in Scripture, even as Sarah in the book of Genesis, that they waited for the promise to have a son, um, Isaac, and it'd be 25 years. So there are many that have the conviction of the Lord is the one that can open up you know, the wound and is the one that can um, bring that pregnancy, the past in a person, even when it seems like that it can't happen. So there are those who have that conviction. Now, when it comes to contraceptives, you know, um, that is a conviction that people have. Um, is it biblical? Is it not biblical? And I think that it takes real prayer. It takes this, you know, discernment. Um, 
being able to, you know, discern whether, Lord, this is something that, that we want to do or not. And the Bible doesn't say a whole lot about it, um, but um, we just have those verses about how he's the one that ultimately is the author of life. So would you assume, since the Bible says he opened her womb, it's also the one that closed it to start with? Well, yeah, yeah. That's 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 an interesting question, Dan. And I wish I can give you an affirmative answer. Sometimes he does say, "Wait, does he close it?" I don't understand everything that the Lord does in somebody's life because you know, over the years, Dan, I've ministered to those that they wept because you know, Lord, we want to have a child and they weren't able to have a child, and I don't understand why. I don't understand, you know, that. It's kind of like Jeremiah was told, is anything too hard for me, Jeremiah? Nothing's too hard. But it's not just in that area. It's in other areas of life, of of bringing somebody, perhaps a husband, a spouse, a, a mate, things like that. Um, and so we got to leave it in the Lord's hands. Can we, you know, do other things? Um, and I think that there needs to be real prayer. There needs to be... Um, real, you know, discernment and how it's done. I don't know a whole lot about it, Dan. I'll tell you that because, you know, my wife and I raised four kids, but, but I think just seeking the Lord and seeking His peace, and He says He'll give us a peace that rule in our hearts as we move forward in decisions concerning that. Okay, I'm with you. Good, yeah, good question. <laughs> just you know, and you know, seek the Lord and and. Um, you know, can we use um, other means, the medical means and things like that? Uh, you know, right now, as I think about it, I don't see where the Bible says a whole lot about it, but we do know that the Lord ultimately is the one that brings life. And, um, you know, people have different convictions, very strong convictions on this subject. All right? Yeah, thank you very much. You bet, Dan. Thanks for calling. Really appreciate it. All right. We had full lines, which is good to see on a Monday. Love it when people call in. And some of these questions um, are, are difficult questions and, and just, you know, we need further time to discuss and seek God's word and God's counsel. And, and, um, and some of these subjects aren't always easy to come up with a, a definite answer. But we do know that the Lord, as we talk about what we just did, is the one that is the author of life, and we can trust them with every area of our lives. So 303-690-3000 is the number to call. When somebody hangs up, we got an open line, so let's just continue to move forward as we go to Tracy, who's in Denver. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Pastor Jeff. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, You probably don't remember me. You counseled me a number of years ago when I was having a little trouble in my marriage, and I'm not calling okay. in for myself today. I was just calling in for uh, prayer for our country during this election process going on, that we will be able to go through the election and have a peaceful transition of power, no matter which one wins, and that we can okay. display to the rest of the world the great American democracy that we are. Yeah, With, and that's what we do pray for. We do need to pray for the election, and we need to pray for our nations. And um, you know, there's a lot of, of 
uh, as we get down to the wire, and what is it, three weeks from tomorrow, we have an election, and we pray that we can have a final result quickly. And I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, it could be counting for weeks or months, and I pray it doesn't happen. I, I pray that uh, we can have um, the election where we have a winner, not only for um, our president, but also for the Senate and all the other uh, elected officials, and we need to pray for our country. And so, Father, I thank you for this prayer request that uh, Tracy has given. We pray for the upcoming election. We as Christians, we have the opportunity to have our voices be heard. And and I pray that everyone would get out and vote, um, that we would uh, just take the the time for the privilege that we have to be able to go to the voting booths or be able to mail in whatever means we use, but to be able to do that. And that, Lord, that as Christians, we would really look at things through the lens of Scripture, that we would, as I heard somebody say, vote our Bible, and um, and to be able to um, have our voices heard in that way. And I do pray that there would be um, a, a quick um, resolution that is, uh, that uh, it wouldn't take days, weeks, months to declare a winner, um, but also I pray that there would be a peaceful transition to power. I believe that um, that really is the heart of, of, of most, and, uh, and that we would just be able to move forward as a country. There's so much to pray about, but more than anything, that we would remember that you're the one that sits on the throne, you're the one that uh, sets those in authority for your purposes, and Lord, that we would be ones that um, would have our voices heard as we desire to stand for righteousness in the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for taking my call, Pastor. We appreciate you, you guys so much. Thank you, Tracy. God bless you. God's blessings to you. Thanks again. 303-690-3000. I know it's a very emotional time and oh, so much out there and with the election and everything. I just want to say this, that take the time to vote as a Christian. And I heard somebody say, and I really liked it, vote your Bible. Look at the issues, run it through the Word of God, you know, and, and you know, the, to be able to vote uh, for those who most likely, I don't think any of them line up perfectly, um, that, uh, you know, line up with the scriptures and what they stand for, the different issues and things like that. And take the time to do that. I think as as Christians, we should be ones that uh, take the privilege and opportunity to be able to vote. And I just want to say that and be praying for our nation. We need desperately prayer for our nation. Um, and we need to uh, just um, continue to pray for our nation. A lot of things going on and and um, there's a text question that came in that I want to look at when we have time uh, that I think uh, is relevant to what we are talking about. But let's continue with the phone lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and uh, we have uh, an open line. And then the text line is 720-336-0897. Love to talk to you. Let's go to Tina in Broomfield. Hi, Tina. Hi, Hi, Pastor. I'm calling to request a prayer for my sister, who is a Christian, and uh, she married another Christian. They had a child, and um, then uh, and she was a stay-at-home mom, and her husband had an affair, and they got a divorce. 
And um, I pray that the Lord will heal her heart and heal her mentally, physically, and spiritually to let go and to forgive and to find love, love again and um, employment so that she can take care of herself and her daughter. And I'm so sorry that has happened to your sister. It's, it's very difficult. You know, um, one of the things, and, and, um, and then we're going to pray. But, Tina, one of the things I ask people when they come in for counseling, for, for you know, premarital counseling, is what is the definition of marriage? And we know that, that a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And whenever something like that happens, or there's strain, or there's a separation, or there's a divorce, there's a tearing away of that one flesh, and it is so painful, and it is so difficult. We want to pray for uh, your sister. We want to pray for Carrie Ann that um, that there is comfort and that a comfort that only the Lord can bring during the deep hurt, but forgiveness. And forgiveness is not overlooking what happened to her, but just choosing to forgive and um, and to be able to you know, move forward and and providing for her child and be able to, um, you know, just draw closer to the Lord. And sometimes when we go through trials, we we push away from the Lord when we should be drawing closer to the Lord. So, Father, we do pray. I I thank you for Tina calling. And um, I know it's very difficult for her to watch her sister go through this. And and many have, have seen it happen to people that they care about. But I do pray for Carrie Ann. She's hurting, and I'm sure um, I can't imagine what she is feeling. But I pray, first of all, that you would draw her to yourself, that she would know that you love her, you care for her. And even in the pain, even in the difficulties and the hurt, that you desire to work in her life. Help her to find that job so she can take care of her child. I pray that you would help her to forgive, even when it's so difficult to go to you, to ask for forgiveness, um, to, to, to seek you know, to forgive her husband, and Lord, to do it day by day, bit by bit, over and over again, to choose to do that. Um, Lord, I pray that you would just minister to her heart and give her the strength day by day to do, to get through to, Lord, to just look to you in every way. And and we just lift her up to you because we know you love her. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much. And Tina, I also, you know, I want to pray that the Lord will give you wisdom in ministering to your sister and and, um, just talking with her. And, you know, one of the verses that uh, has just come to my mind is where Isaiah says, that the Lord, that he doesn't break a bruised reed and he doesn't quench a smoking flax. That's the minister ministry of our Lord. That, you know, when we're just smoldering, when we've been bruised, the Lord continues to come and minister to us his compassion and his love and his patience and just continue to point her towards the love of the Lord. And to also, when it comes to forgiveness, you know, when we've been cut very, very deep, for me, I'm not holy enough when I've been hurt by somebody to just forgive all at once. I know that there's the imperative to forgive in Scripture, and, and it is a choice that I make. It doesn't mean that relationships will be restored, 
but it's a choice to say that I'm going to forgive because, Lord, you've called me to forgive. I've been forgiven by you. Second of all, then that person no longer has power over me, but then I can move on. But sometimes it takes having to do it day by day, bit by bit, over and over again, um, because I'm not holy enough to do it in my own flesh. <laughs> you know, I'm not holy enough to do it in my own self. It has to be a supernatural work of the Lord. And so, Tina, I'm just, I pray that, you know, that that you will be able to encourage her in these things. And the Lord still loves her, still has a plan for her and wants to provide and show himself strong on her behalf. And, and, um, and so, Lord, that's what I pray. I just pray for that, for Tina to be able to minister to her sister that she cares for uh, in the words and in these things that, that, Lord, she desires to share with her that you would do work in showing yourself strong, knowing that you don't break a bruised reed or, or quench a smoking uh, flax, but, Lord, in your tenderness and in your compassion, minister to Carrie Ann in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Tina. God Thank bless you. God you. bless you. You bet. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Love to talk to you. Love to pray with you. And and um, and we do have a couple open lines. we still got time left in the first half of the show, so keep the calls coming. Text line is 720-336-0897. So text in a question or, or a prayer request. Let's go to Joseph in Wheat Ridge. Hi, Joseph. Hey, uh, hello, how are you doing, Pastor? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So um, uh, two things, uh, the more somber note first. Um, uh, so my former pastor, um, her granddaughter, they found her dead in her home. She was in her bed. Um, I don't know the details of that, but um, she's younger than me. I'm 44, so young, young, young woman. Oh, um, so, you know, absent from the body, present with the Lord. So I'm praying that... Yeah. Um, you know, her death brings their family closer together. So that's the right. first uh, issue, prayer for that. And also prayer for myself uh, on a happier note. Um, this is my second week in a new job. It's in a Christian environment. Um, I work right across the street from um, Lutheran uh, Medical Hospital, SCL Lutheran Hospital. So I just pray mm-hmm. that in my job I serve God and I serve man and I do it well productively. I think this is a wonderful, wonderful prayer request. And let's, let's pray. Father, I do pray as Joseph calls in that um, as he uh, desires prayer for his former pastor that had a granddaughter that died, um, Lord, at any age when someone loses a, a child, a grandchild, it, it is very painful. So we just lift that whole situation up to you. We thank you that we have a living hope that comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it's not a dead hope. And I, I pray that you administer your comfort to the family, um, that you would draw them close to you and to each other, that they uh, would gather together to encourage each other, to comfort one another. But most of all, as your word says, that you are the God of comfort who comforts us in all of our tribulations, uh, losses, uh, disappointments, um, difficulties, but Lord, bring that comfort that only you can bring to them. And it would be a time of, of you just really 
uh, doing a work in, in the lives of of this family that has suffered loss and is grieving right now that loss. Lord, I do pray that you would be with Joseph as he's started a new job. I thank you for that job that you have provided for him in a Christian environment, uh, that you would help him just be a light to serve, um, to have that excellent spirit within him. Um, even as I think about Daniel, uh, as I was reading today, had that excellent spirit, that you would help him in his job to do it well, and that you would just uh, continue to gift him. And uh, Lord, just bless him in every way, that he would be a light to those around him, and that he would be a blessing to them in every way. So Lord, I just lift up these things uh, that Joseph brings before you, and as we join him in uh, just uh, these uh, prayers that, Lord, that you would show yourself strong on behalf of his former pastor, their family in this time of loss, and that you would just bless Joseph in every way in this new job. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. God bless you and your congregation, yours and your family. Have a blessed week. Thank you, sir. Thank you. God bless you. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. If you want to be on the air, and we've been having a great, great conversation with people. Got a couple minutes left, so let's go to Chucky, Tennessee. Susan. Susan? Hi. Hi, Pastor. You're on Calvary Life. Now, i got to ask you a quick question. Is it Chucky, Tennessee? It is Chucky, Tennessee. <laughs> uh-huh. I've never been yeah. to Tennessee. Someday I'd love to come out and see see you guys out there in Tennessee. I hear it's very beautiful. It is beautiful. Please come. Please come. Yeah. You'll you'll love it. Is I imagine it's beautiful this time of the year. Oh yes. The leaves are turning. It's just gorgeous. Gorgeous. We're blessed. So how can we minister to you today? Well Pastor, I've called in several times for my uh, oldest son. He was uh uh, following God and and uh, he backslid two years ago and he got on methamphetamine and he's now in jail but I, I have called into the show faithfully and God has gently placed him in jail to protect him from himself Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got court coming up on the 2nd of November. He's been in there almost two months. And the fiance is in rehab. She's been in there about six weeks, and she's got three more months to go. So the Lord's working. But the enemy is just coming at me from every yeah. angle. Yeah. Uh, I've got his truck payment to make, and I'm a single mom. And I just, I just need a prayer for Tyler and for Kristen and for my 14-year-old and my unsaved 21-year-old. He's backslidden, too, but he, I mean, he doesn't drink or anything like that, but he sure doesn't serve Jesus. Yeah. Hey, let's do that before we go to the break. Father, I pray for Susan. Her 25-year-old son's in jail. Lord, I pray for your protection upon him that he get free from the drugs. I pray for his son's girlfriend that's in rehab, for her other son that's 21 that is away, um, um, and the one 14 that, Lord, I just pray that you would just work in this family, work a miracle. You would help her provide. She's got 
financial burdens, and she's feeling overwhelmed today. And um, I pray that you would be one, that you would just uh, work in every way. Bring her sons, her family to you. And Lord, I pray that uh, they would understand that uh, walking away from you and, and the drugs and everything, it's just going to bring them bondage and pain and that you would free them from it because drugs are very, the addiction to it. And Lord, I just pray for that freedom. I pray that you would work in, in just um, Susan's life and Lord, just work in a, in a mighty way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Susan, we're going to keep praying, okay? Yes, absolutely. God bless you. Okay. Hey, we're going to be right back. We're going to the break. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. So glad that you have joined the program today. we got plenty of time for you to call in. We have all open lines. We've been busy the first half of the show, which is wonderful. People calling in with questions and prayer requests. And so we got plenty of time in the show. Give me a call. The call-in number is 303-690-3000. We've gotten calls from the East and um, and from Colorado, and so I'd love to hear from you wherever you are. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. All open lines, so grab one of those open lines, and let's talk about the things of the Lord. The text line is 720 0897. Couple quick announcements, and then we're going to continue with either call in um, that people that are calling in, or uh, we will continue with the text line. And I want to remind you that that text line, first of all, is a prayer line that is open twenty four seven. So anytime, day and night, you can text in a prayer request, and there will be those a team, a ministry team that will look at those and be praying for you and then also uh, will respond to you. So um, at 24-7 text line at 720-336-0897. It originates out of Calvary Church where Grace FM um, originates from. And so we invite you to do that and to text in a prayer request um, at any time during the show. If we have time, we will take those prayer requests and we will be praying. Second of all, here at Calvary Greeley, uh, that we are meeting in person on Sunday mornings at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And so we're registering for the service in the sanctuary and also for children's ministry. It's been so wonderful to be able. We've been back in doing in-person services since the end of May, actually. And during the summer, because our facility were able to do this, we were doing outdoor services in the backyard and uh, even though it was a hot, hot summer, and it was hot, one of the hottest summers on record, and even having to deal with, um, at, in some Sundays, with smoke because of the fires up here, it was a wonderful time. It was, it was great to be able to meet together and to be able to worship the Lord, and we had a couple services we did. Now we're doing three Sunday morning services inside. We've brought everything back inside as we're uh, headed to cooler weather and uh, we would invite you to come, and it's, we're so thankful to have the children. 
that are able to have their classes. And so come join us at 8, 9, 30, 11 o'clock. We're going through Matthew's Gospel. You can register on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org, or on our uh, mobile app, uh, Calvary Chapel Greeley. You can uh, download that. You can get the e-bulletin that gives all the information uh, that you need that's going on here at Calvary Chapel Greeley. And so we're just getting back, like most churches are, into meeting and the church does need to be together, and so we invite you to look at all the details there on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org. Wednesday, we're doing online services with the book of Jeremiah. Incredible study. Love uh, that book. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, as we see that he is speaking to a nation that is dying spiritually. And so uh, it's very relevant to us today in what we see going on around us. So you can watch that on our Facebook Live, Calvary Chapel Greeley, or on the website. And as we do online services, calvarychapelgreeley.org. Love to have you come join us for that as well. So um, those quick announcements that were given to you, uh, 303-690-3000. We got a couple open lines so grab one of those uh, open lines, and uh, let's talk about the things of the Lord real quick. Again, the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Pine Hills, New Jersey. Belinda is on line one. Hi, Belinda. Hi. I just want to say I really enjoy your program, and I listen to you regularly, and I just Thank love you. the way that you are able to um, share um, based on the Word of God, and and I love it that even when you don't know, you don't you you're not afraid to say you don't know, but you will tell us what you believe and why. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate today, it. Yeah, my question today is: Is there big sins and little sins? And, and I'm asking that because I hear a lot about the abortion of babies and how horrible mm. that is, but I know that the Word of God says a liar should not carry on my side. Um, I, I know that sin is not just abortion, the killing of babies, but right. people are being murdered in the street. Um, people steal. People cheat. You know, there's deception, and, you know, um, in marriages, you have... Um, um, adultery. So, so my question is, sure. what's the distinction between the lies, or is there a distinction between, is, is abortion a worse sin than, say, another sin, is what I want to know. Yeah. You know, James, when he was writing to the Christians, James is a book that um, is called one of the general epistles. That is, it was written to all the Christians. And, and James is pretty heavy in that book. And as he's writing, he says um, that as he's writing about partiality and he, he's writing about how we treat one another and how we receive one another. And then he goes on and he says, For whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble in one point, he is guilty of all. For he who said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not commit murder. Now, if you do not commit adultery, but you do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. Um, so he's making a point that 
that if you break you know, the law in one point, really you've broke all the law. And that's what the Bible, when I read the, the, the heart of the New Testament, we're all lawbreakers. We all have broken the law. Sometimes we can think that murder, that's a terrible sin, um, and then, but telling a lie is, is not a bad sin. That's just a little sin. But yet we know that Proverbs comes along and says that God hates lies. He, he, he loves the sinner. He hates the sin. So I think that when we start getting into this degree of, of, of sins, we start comparing it. You know, Paul the Apostle, when he was writing to the Corinthian church, and Corinth was known as a terrible city. It was um, known as a city that uh, was full of carnality. And he lists the sins. He says, don't you know that neither fornicators, adulterers, homosexuals, or sodomites, thieves, or covetous, nor drunkards, revilers? You go down that list, and it's pretty you know, serious sins. She'll inherit the kingdom of God. He didn't say if you commit those sins, there's no forgiveness. He's saying those who, who are in rebellion against God, who who practice, who habitually commit these sins. But then he says something very interesting. He says, such were some of you, uh, but you were washed, but you were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul says that you've been forgiven, you've been saved, you've been washed by the blood of Jesus. So I think that's the emphasis that, first of all, we're all sinners. We've all fallen short. We've broken the law, and there's forgiveness in Christ Jesus. I don't want any Christian to think that, well, you know, I do this and I told a little lie, that it doesn't hurt the heart of God, um, because it, it does. And and it is our sin that would uh, cause God to send his son to come and die for you and for me. So James here, going back to what I read, he says you break the law. At one point, you've broken all the law, really. And, and the point is we are lawbreakers. And, and the other thing, too, uh, Belinda, is this, that sometimes Christians say, well, if I just have a little bit of carnality, if I just have a little bit of sin, it's okay. And it's not. It's almost like how much can I sin and get away with and still be a Christian? How much can I sin and, and still you know, be okay? It's almost like how close can I you know, row the boat to the rocks without it crashing? We always want to pursue holiness and righteousness. And that's the Lord's desire. In that sanctification process, should we continue in sin that grace abounds? Certainly not. Uh, we're dead to that stuff. So there's always the emphasis of the put away sin, whether that's murder or um, whether that's adultery or fornication or whatever, put it aside and we're to pursue righteousness and holiness. So... Um, all sin grieves the heart of God. You know, every sin um, is an offense to God and misses the mark. And so that's what we see in the New Testament. I don't know if that helps you or not. It helps me greatly. And, um, you know, because when I think about it, I mean, we have, you know, God has given us free will. I mean, yeah. he hates sin, you know, and um, yeah. we know that, Sin is not of God. So, right. Um, and and here's the thing, Belinda, as we're on this subject. The other the other point is I don't want people to miss because there are people that are listening to the show right now that perhaps they committed adultery. They com- they've had an abortion. They you know maybe even have 
you know, committed murder. I don't know. But there's no sin that that God will not forgive when we go to him. The blood of Jesus Christ, you know, brings that forgiveness. All manner of sin is forgiven, um, Jesus said, except for the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. That's the rejection of him. Um, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So praise God for that. Praise God that there is forgiveness uh, that is available for uh any of us that have committed any sin. And that's so wonderful, that message of grace and that we have in the Scriptures. What Jesus did for us, he took all of our sins upon himself, making atonement for those sins. So I want to make sure that people understand that there is forgiveness um, that is available, because sometimes people think, I've sinned so bad, I, I have sinned so you know, much that God could never forgive me. Well, there is forgiveness. There is forgiveness. And so we are forgiven by the Lord, and then we are to pursue righteousness and holiness uh, by the work of the Spirit in our lives and, uh, and to understand that sin is just bad news. It hurts the heart of God, and it's a loving Father that says, I do not want you to sin because you are going to get hurt. And, um, and it's contrary to the way that the Lord wants us to live. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. It blessed me. And I thank you for calling me, Belinda. God bless you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Hey, 303-690-3000. I don't want anybody to think that there's a sin they commit that could never be forgiven. God loves you, and forgiveness is available. Turn to him, repent, and, and call out upon the name of the Lord. And he died for that sin. He died for all of your sins on the cross of Calvary. Hey, let's go to line two, Ron in Denver. How you doing? Hi, Ron. I'm good. How are I you? Just, I just called about a prayer request. Okay. Yeah, my dad fell. He's 87 years old, and he ends up with bruises and stitches in his head, but they x-rayed, and they found cracks in his upper vertebrae in his back, well, his neck, oh. actually, and four vertebrae. Okay. So, so, I is, mean, he's, is, he's in the hospital. He's in pain. They've got him stable, but at oh, 87, okay. they, he came through that COVID thing just fine, too. But right. this is something so are, new. Are you able to visit? No, because of the nonsense and the CDC and all the other, I'm not going to go into it. Okay. Father, I just pray for Ron as his 87-year-old father fell and, and, um, and he... Uh, not only is bruised and and battered, and uh, a body of an 87-year-old is very fragile, but he has cracked uh, um, vertebrae in his neck. And Lord, um, and not being able to see in him in the hospital, Lord, I just lift him up. I just pray for his father that you would bring healing to him. Please be with the medical team that is ministering to him. Um, Lord, give them wisdom. And, um, Lord, I pray that he would be able to rest, that uh, you would help him with the pain and um, any confusion that is there, um, feeling alone perhaps. But, Lord, I do pray that you would just bring healing and comfort and he would be able to go home soon. And, Lord, just we lift this all up to you. Be with Ron as he's concerned for his father and uh, desiring to, to minister to him. 
Lord, just bring comfort to him and wisdom to him as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, Thanks, Ron. Guys. Going to be praying for you, all right, for your dad. All right, yeah. He, he needs it. The old family is just real concerned. Absolutely, you know, and I know how concerning that is because I got a mom that's 87 years old. And, you know, um, you know, when they get elderly like that, just, um, you know, a little fall can be can be devastating. So we're going to be praying, okay? I appreciate it. Thanks. You bet. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Love to talk to you if you have prayer requests and uh, love to just be able to, to minister and give you a word of encouragement. Um, we got another call from the uh, eastern part of the country in Severin, Maryland. Juan. Juan? Good afternoon. You're on Hello? Calvary Live. Hi. Yes. Is it, is it Juan? J-U-A-N. Juan. Okay. You're on Calvary Live. Yes. I've been listening uh, from probably a year ago or a little bit longer. Okay. And I Very love nice. the, the show, the been uh, learning about the Bible and God. And as we are passing through a bad situation, not only on the United States, but the whole world, right. uh, my request is to pray for the nation. Because, unfortunately, um, the people is being divided by the president. I don't wish anything wrong to him or anything like that. Yes, they pray for a whole nation. And also, um, uh, as you know, he's been hit on um, the Gulf Coast, on Louisiana, twice on month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fire on California. And yep. talking about here, fire, I've been here, here in Colorado. For, I've been on United States for long, uh, forty years, and mm-hmm. from the beginning when I learned about the um, fires in California, my my thinking was, well, this nation has all power and and good equipment. Why not um, put eyes on uh, Hercules airplanes? And make uh, two passes with the um, with the airplanes, drop right. the eyes, and it will extinguish the fire. And that way, many people don't have to be on the front to expose themselves. Right. Yeah, and you know the thing about it is is. You know, I, I know a little bit because we have the fires here, and when they run, when they begin to burn, man, it is hard. Even with uh, the you know airplanes, sometimes they can't fly because of weather, because of the smoke so bad. But let's let's pray for our nation. I, I think it's a good prayer request. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, as my brother calls and and he wants prayer for our nation, uh, we pray again as we see. Uh, unrest, we see uncertainty, we see the nation divided. Lord, we do pray that uh, that there would be a looking to you and a turning to you. And Lord, as we see the things, many have lost their homes here in Colorado, even in Wyoming uh, with the fires. Uh, they've lost their homes uh, in uh, California and Oregon. We pray that you would bring relief, that you would extinguish those fires. 
Lord, we need you. And then we've had a couple listeners in Louisiana that they, they've experienced hurricanes. And, and I just pray for them that are listening in and for that whole region that has been devastated being hit by hurricanes, I think three of them this summer. And Lord, um, the flooding, the loss of powers, uh, the rebuilding, and then another hurricane comes, that so you be with them. And Lord, uh, we just ask for your hand to be upon us. And it would cause us to turn to you because we need your help, Lord. We need your help. And there needs to be a turning to you and a calling out to you, Lord. So we just pray for our world. And we do live in a world right now. We pray for our nation. Um, that, Lord, that we're told that in the last days it will be perilous times. But, Lord, I also know that this is a time where we can really draw close to you and I pray that for us as Christians that we bring words of hope, words of comfort, words of justice and unity uh, to our nation, and that uh, we would point people to the gospel that brings us all together out of every tribe, tongues, people, and nation. So, Lord, we just pray uh, for all these things, for you to, to work. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, one question. Mm-hmm. Um, over in Texas and Corpus Christi, is a radio like this one? So we can, I, um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if there is one. I know that there's. Um, you know, I know there's a Calvary Chapel that is there. Um, I believe, but I don't know what radio stations they have. So you, you just kind of had kind of have to look and see. I pray that okay. there is because Christian radio is so important today. Right. Okay. I thank you very much, and God you bless bet. you. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. 303-690-3000 is we're getting towards the end of the show. But, hey, let's go to Baltimore. Dennis. Hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. Well, I called it. I was listening to your show. It's the first time I've heard it. And uh, I've been sitting here listening to it as I drove around the Baltimore Beltway. And the Lord put it on my heart that maybe uh, I could use a little bit of a hand. Sure. We'd love to pray for you. I appreciate it. Um, I wanted to start off. I, I read your uh, your receiving team uh, a list. I don't know if you've got time for all of them or not. But I wanted to start off with my children. Um, like the caller that I was just listening to, the oldest is 30, just got out of the Army. Um, and he's doing a little bit of, uh, I, I want to say PTSD, though he denies. Mm, but yeah. he's having some struggling times. Uh, my middle boy is 27. He caught his wife with another man. He's raising a child on his own. The youngest one, pardon me, sorry. <laughs> Think about it, disturbs me. Hmm. The youngest one is 22, and he's just engaged to be married, so thankfully he uh, he seems to be the one that has his head on straight. He was a youth pastor at the local church, but uh, okay. he found some discrepancies in what they were teaching versus what he was raised to believe. So all three of them are kind of falling away, if you will. Okay. And I'm 
not sure how to put them back in the right direction. Well, we're going to pray, and we're going to pray that the Lord does that. And there's no one too far gone. You know, PTSD is very real. Those in, in our military, and uh, we're going to pray for God's comfort. We're going to pray for your son who has just gone through a, a painful um, divorce and, and uh, what has happened to him. And, uh, you know, as I listen to you, Dennis, my children are adults too, and we never stop loving them, do we? We never stop being a dad, uh, even those that go on their their own. And as we watch them go through painful times, it, it really hurts, and we need to continue to just pray for them because the Lord loves them. And, and the Lord um, is their future and their hope. And always remember that, Dennis. And let's do that right now. So, Lord, we just pray as we are getting ready to end the show that as Dennis has just found Calvary Live uh, for the first time, you put it on his heart to call, and I thank you for that. I thank you that that he heard our voice uh, over the radio there in Baltimore, and we lift up his three children. You know everything about them, uh, the divorce, the, the adultery, the PTSD, the, you know, getting further away from you. And Lord, we just pray that you would work in their lives, that you bring the comfort that they need, draw them to yourself. Lord, um, that you would, um, Lord, just do that work of, of, um, of just, Lord, working in every area that they need and, and Lord, drawing them to you in every way. And Lord, provide for them, give them uh, what they need, um, the comfort they need, um, as uh, one of them has PTSD, as one of them is hurting because of an adulterous affair that um, his wife went through, as another one is is struggling with truth. But Lord, none of those things are too difficult for you not to be able to work and to uh, just show yourself strong on their behalf. And Lord, I do pray that you be with Dennis, help him to minister to his children to his sons, and Lord, to to give words of encouragement and wisdom. And so, Lord, I pray for this family. I lift them up to you, and I pray that you would just work in a mighty, mighty way because you love families. You love families, and you you love Dennis's three boys. Um, And I just pray that you would work in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pastor, could I ask one more thing? Yes. I'd like to lift my wife up as a praise because my wife is the person that brought me to salvation. Yeah. She homeschooled all three of those boys. And oh, wow. She is their salvation. And she has stepped up to the plate yet again at close to 60 years old. She's mm-hmm. providing daycare for the three year old for Andrew, the little boy. Oh, um, okay. Bless her, so Lord. I'd love to give a praise yeah. for her that, you know, if you, the Lord hadn't put it in her heart yeah. to be and the you're blessed. she is, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah, you're a blessed man because, you know, I'm married. We raised four kids, and we homeschooled all four of those kids through high school. And I'm so grateful for my wife um, that she planted in them the Word of God. And I'm sure that as we pray, that as you know, your your wife planted the word of God in them. We're just going to pray again that that word would flourish, to take root there. And Father, I thank you for Dennis' wife, 
who um, homeschooled her kids, is taking care of her grandchild. Lord, that you would bless her and strengthen her. Lord, I thank you for the investment she made into not only her husband and bringing him to salvation, but her children. And the word of God that she planted in their hearts, I pray, would take take root there, um, would produce fruit. Your word will not return void. And I just pray for that work in them, that you would encourage her, bless her, Lord, um, strengthen her. Um, and Lord, we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank thanks, you, Pastor. I appreciate you, you bet, taking Dennis. my call. And thank you, you for the you prayer. You, you call anytime, okay? Thank you, sir. You bet. You have a good evening. Bye-bye. All right. You know, uh, I know that some of you are taking care of grandkids and stuff, and we always pray for you, and God bless you and give you the strength as you do that. Hey, we're getting ready to end the show. We had a great show. We didn't get to the text questions or anything, but uh, I appreciate you texting those in. And um, and the 24-7 text um, line is available for you to text in a prayer request. There will be those that will be looking at it and praying for you. God bless you, and um, and we just need to keep praying, folks. We're in a time where it seems like there's uncertainty, but our certainty is in Christ. So I'm so glad that you're a part of the show. Have a blessed rest of the day. Looking forward to being with you again tomorrow at the same time on Calvary Live. In the meantime, keep looking to the Lord. Uh, have your devotions. Keep in the Word of God. And uh, we'll talk about the things of the Lord again at the same time next time. God bless you. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.